here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Robin McCarron. Why not bring Virgil back? He's in the game. Cross promotion. Bring him back. Jeff Hawkins. We have more stories for Virgil than we have half of our mid-card. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know with your explanation how they can't bring him back at this point. This year is coming up, Virgil. He needs the money. Hello and welcome everybody to Shake Them Ropes. It is episode 113. Rob McCarron here, Jeff Hawkins there in Los Angeles, California. He apparently did not go to WWE Hell in a Cell tonight. (laughs) I had a friend get thrown out. (laughs) I saw that. I saw. You could not hang out with such luminaries as Max Landis and Aubrey Sitterson's wife. Um, How are you tonight, Jeff? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing uh, pretty good after watching that show, at least in parts when yeah. the WWE Network was not buffering for me, which it did quite often oh, on it? a couple of different devices, which, uh, you know, is one of those things where I didn't start the show until right in time. And then a couple of times I left and came back. I restarted my computer at one point. So okay. I was kind of last in the queue there for people who should get bandwidth for this thing. So uh, like I missed, knocked- I missed a good portion of the main event. Let's just say that. Oh, Okay. Well, it only conked, it only conked out for me once, and that was right at the beginning of Kane and Seth Rollins. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so we are live via YouTube, VoicesOfWrestling.com slash YouTube. You can subscribe to the channel for free and get these live pay-per-view and NXT special post shows. We did one before, and this is our second one. Hopefully it goes as well as the first one, and we don't uh, lose connection uh, because we are at the mercy of the Skype gods, the new iOS, or the new Mac OS, and, mm-hmm. of course, internet. We need internet to work. Yes. Uh, and that is, you know, not something that worked incredibly well for the pay-per-view portion, so I'm hoping the post-show <laughs> portion works a little bit better. Uh, Jeff, overall, your grade, how'd you think of Hell in a um, Cell 2015? I'd give this a solid B, maybe even a B-. minus. Yeah, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. Most of the show was pretty good. There's nothing spectacular necessarily about it but you know every match with the exception of maybe the the owens ryback match was solid and watchable i never you know what it's odd i didn't look at the clock that's how i judge how good a show is i'm not looking at how much time do we have left it's true yeah Yeah, you're not not wondering like after after the first hour of raw where i think two hours have passed by yeah you know it it was not a situation like this i mean in fact the first hour of tonight's show went uh very quickly and we got not only one of the advertised main events, but we got, uh, you know, the surprise return of Alberto Del Rio, who mm-hmm. uh, already has merchandise there at voicesofwrestling.com slash WWE shop. You can go get the shirts 30% off if you order in the next hour or so. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, there is a lot of stuff to talk about on this Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Before we go down the entire situation, for those watching on YouTube, we have the YouTube live chat. You can voice your opinions on the show. 
Uh, you can also hit us up at Shake Them Ropes, at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter, at Crap Game 13 is Jeff. Uh, but Jeff, your biggest takeaway, because we're going to talk about what's going on, what the uh, buildup to Survivor Series is, what we saw on this show. Um, maybe not biggest takeaway, favorite thing on this show. What did you enjoy the most watching Hell in a Cell 2015? What did I enjoy them? That's actually a good question. Hmm. Yeah, uh, isn't it? I, over, I sometimes can do that. <laughs> well, no, it's not that. It's just it's, it's like one of those things where I have all these, you know, notes and technical things. It's like, well, what did you enjoy, emotional boy? And it's like, uh, you know what's oddly enough, the thing I enjoyed most, I enjoyed watching Bray Wyatt in that Hell in the Cell match. I I really did. I thought he did a great job making Roman look like look great. And this is the Bray Wyatt I want. I want him to be a cult leader in interviews. And then I just want him to be a vicious, maniacal, homicidal maniac in the ring, as opposed to a sports entertainment star. I want him to be a killer type of uh, upper mid card territory badass. That's what I want him to be. And he was this in this match. I thought I, I, I really did enjoy Bray Wyatt in his hell in the cell match. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, the Hell in a Cell match. I, mean, I know I, what you. I know what you enjoyed most. So go on and get it because you weren't really caring about what I enjoyed. You wanted to get to, I no. believe, Miss Bella. No, we'll get to <laughs> we'll get to Miss Bella, who was amazing and did her best to carry you know the bag of weight that is Charlotte. So, oh well, yeah, um, and I think Bray carried Roman in this match quite well. I mean, he bumped like a madman for him. I would I would say both people you know both guys did their role and I think you know you talked about how this show beat expectations and I don't yeah. think that was incredibly difficult to do because this is another one of those shows that had the poor build for certain things but when you looked at it on paper we did this on our preview show we looked at it on paper and there was a lot of stuff that was going to beat expectations because the expectations were so low uh you know first one we'll just get into it we'll get into the show all right okay Hell in a Cell, the preview, the six-man tag. We saw it on Raw. We yeah. saw it again tonight. I was dead wrong. I thought, you know, Tyler Breeze might play a part in this. But yep. new WWE main roster superstar Tyler Breeze, what show was he working tonight? Sacramento. He was working the NXT show yeah. tonight. And breaking news, by the way. Tyler Breeze's contract is still developmental. But I have the breaking news bed, too. He's still oh, developing a contract, <laughs> but he is expecting it's expected that he'll sign the main roster deal tomorrow and he should be Good. done with all these NXT live events for now. Although he is still scheduled for the UK tour. He's he still scheduled the- to go on the UK tour. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for him. Now. Yeah, as of yeah. now. So we'll see where this program with Dolph Ziggler goes, because he can make that tour and still, you know, finish up with Dolph after one pay-per-view here at Survivor Series if they go that way. Mm-hmm. There could be some type of team. They don't even have to kickstart a Dolph Ziggler program. Until the end of December, just based on the pay-per-view that we have up, they could do these matches on SmackDown or Raw, have the multi-man at Survivor Series, have Breeze wrestle uh, at, I don't even know, when is TLC? December. Yeah, Probably the second week of December, probably. TLC, WWE, Wicca, live research here on the show. Um, Mm. Because depending on when the show is, he may be on the tour of the UK if he's still going to the UK. It is December 13th. So, yes, he will probably still be in the UK or very quickly having to get back from it. Now, let me ask you, son, do you think they show him on Raw or do you think he's purely a SmackDown act? I think he'll be on Raw. Okay. Let's remember the New Day debuted on SmackDown. 
No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. It's just one of those things where it seems like they're going to have a lot of important stuff to get to on yeah. Raw. So, I mean, I could they see could. them putting him in there. But you also got three hours. I mean, whenever they were doing the big Raw stuff, Santino was still getting 15 minutes. You know, and yet they never seem to have enough time. That's the odd thing is they have three hours, and yet they never seem to budget their time correctly. I mean, they had three hours here, and it seemed like they cut Ryback and Owens short. So, right. But uh, yeah, so you had Tyler Breeze not on the show working NXT. Uh, but Dolph Ziggler did get the win here. The team of Neville Stardust, or not Stardust, but Cesaro and Dolph Ziggler got the win. And it seems like we're destined for Cesaro and Stardust going on here. Possibly a a team at Survivor Series. If you want to do one of these undercard teams, you know, Stardust they're, they're gonna, more people. Oh, tell me they're not going to put him in a costume, though. Tell me they're With not going to make the Swiss Superman. Maybe. They've had a really big comic book theme here with Neville yeah. and Arrow and now Stardust going on to Cesaro. Although I did think Cesaro and Rusev looked really good in this match. Yeah. I mean, they were, they, I mean, commentary sucked all night, especially sucked in this match. Yeah. But, um, but Rusev really looked good here bumping around over the top rope for a big guy and Cesaro looked great here. And it's odd because I made note that uh, when I went to SummerSlam, I think it was three years ago. Um, the Staples Center, you have to understand, it's hard to get a loud reaction in the Staples Center because all the sound goes up, except for like championship games or concerts. L.A. has always been on the Cesaro train ever since he was in that pre-show match. I think it was against the Miz for the U.S. title, but don't quote me on that. Um, they've always been big on Cesaro, so I was I was happy to hear that come through on the on the show tonight. Yeah. Um I, I thought it was an opener. I mean, it was a basic opener that tries to get you excited for the pay-per-view, and it, it did that. It was interesting how Dolph went out of his way to make sure Cesaro got the limelight at the end. And this is why, if you're wondering how does Vince McMahon think that Cesaro doesn't have it, okay? Cesaro is given the limelight. You know, Dolph, Neville's out of the ring. Dolph Ziggler brings the sign in for the Cesaro section for Cesaro to hold up. And what does Cesaro do? Shy away to the corner, doesn't mm-hmm. take the limelight, the camera cuts away. This guy, as much as fans might react to him, does not have center stage, does not have that it factor, as much as we may like Cesaro. The guy not doesn't gr- have that it that Vince McMahon is looking for. Whether you think that's the it that it should be looking for, it doesn't matter. He does not have what Vince McMahon is looking for, and he continually walks away from what Vince McMahon is looking for. Yeah, he's not being aggressive enough when the spotlight's on him. That's what Vince is looking for. He's looking for someone to kind of challenge that authority, I think. And, yeah. uh, and if you're happy to be there and happy to have a job, you're not going to be that kind of person. I want to thank everybody who is watching on YouTube live watching, uh, later on YouTube or listening to the podcast later on through iTunes, Stitcher, tune in voices of wrestling.com slash STR. We are on Twitter at shake them ropes. Uh, we have some mm-hmm. people watching for the first time in the, uh, YouTube live chat. So welcome everyone who's watching for the first time. I'm a, I'm assuming that's probably a very many of you, as this is the mm-hmm. only the second one we've done. Hopefully the stream is working out well. If at any point it does not, let us know in the chat or on Twitter. I'm monitoring like the Twitter it, feed. I like it better when they're on audio. They're not as ugly. Right. Okay. Some people are going to be looking at us and you know, <laughs> I'm watching the viewership numbers and I'm sure it's just skyrocketing down because who was this guy in the Oregon hat and the Bengals hat? I bet they're both bald. You'd be right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we are talking about pro grabs. Now let's get to the big news. The big news that started off this show. Alberto Del Rio was back. Okay. Yes. Done with AAA. Some people are asking on Twitter. I saw this a lot, you know, and it's a valid question because he's currently the AAA mega champion, I believe. 
if this okay. is going to be a dual contract, we have WWE working with guys like Jushin Liger and people wondering if it's New Japan working with WWE. That really wasn't the case uh, in full-fledged. They're not working with AAA here. Alberto Del Rio is back. He's done with AAA. He you gotta put the belt in a trash like Medusa. No, he's That'd done. Be awesome. <laughs> yes, I mean, as Mystico, the original Mystico, Sin Cara, Mysticis, uh, Mystic 2.0, and now Caristo. He already changed his name again after his first appearance in CMLL. Uh, he okay. is Caristo. Um, but yeah, Alberto Del Rio is not going back to AAA. He's not going to be in Lucha Underground. You would have known that if you followed. Alberto Dorio on Twitter, who a month ago said he was not going to be back for season two of Lucha Underground. He is the U.S. Right. champion. And what was amazing about this is because you have Zeb Coulter coming out to introduce who the open challenger for John Cena is going to be. So your red herring was, OK, it's going to be Swagger. He's going to he's going to present some new guy who fills the role that he was previously connected with. But no, in the hilarious, not ironic, but ironic in the way people think ironic means Alberto Del Rio. In the way he left the company, now yes. back with WWE and being okay. presented by Zeb Coulter, Alberto Del Rio is back in seven minutes, beats John Cena cleaner than even Kevin Owens did in any of his wins. Alberto yeah. Del Rio gets the strong win. John Cena is gone for a little bit. Alberto Del Rio representing the United States as the U.S. champion. A few things on this. Um, I, see, I was having a discussion with a couple people on Twitter about the that his comeback and the the irony thing you were talking about. Um, I I don't assume that Alberto Del Rio's exit was based on principle. I think it was mostly based on on how he was being treated in terms of wins and losses. And I don't see any change. I don't think he elevates this title. I view him a lot like Randy Orton. He kind of does nothing for me in the ring in terms of he's he's solid, but he's nothing spectacular. I don't see no. him having great matches like Cena does. Sure. Um, but I, I I didn't see it as a principled walkout due to racism necessarily. I just saw it. I saw well, that fired. as the as the scapegoat. No, it was it was a mutual le- uh, decision to leave, wasn't it? No, it was he was fired because he was threatening to sue them for the that okay was, that okay, was the he was fired? settlement after right. the fact he was fired i forgot i forgot it was a nice surprise uh the old school fan in me uh wants this to be kind of a callback to 1994 smoky mountain uh with ron wright who passed away and and zeb was the uh, color commentator there at the time mm-hmm. i'm hoping he needs an operation and i'm hoping alberto del rio is the benefactor <laughs> that would just be so great for 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 just me but um I found the end. Did you find the ending uh, abrupt? Um, for the match, it was a little bit, especially because okay, so yeah. we have the backcracker into the seated super kick, yeah, which he's used plenty of times, but really not as the finisher. And they but, brought that up on commentary, and but you know why was. that was the case. Mm. You know why he didn't use his usual finisher? Why? Because his usual finisher is the armbar. Okay. And what would that have required John Cena to do? Tap out. Uh, tap John out. Cena does uh, not tap out. Okay. So you had to use the pinfall finish. John Cena can be pinned. He cannot tap out. So you could not have Alberto Del Rio. And Alberto Del Rio, as far as I know, does not have a secondary finisher. No. And I, it, it was odd to me just because it was so clean on like almost the first finishing move, which is something you never see. I mean, the story of the Cena open challenges, he kicks out of people's finishers. Yeah. Uh, um, I fear that they may be doing a concussion storyline here. 
I hope they don't. I hope they're classy enough not to. No, I, I don't think that's really the case. I think you were just in a situation where uh, Alberto Dorio could not lock in his usual finish because it was John Cena. So we had okay. to come up with something else, and they did the okay. backcracker into the super kick. Okay. Yeah. It, it, uh, and trust me, I like abrupt finishes. I like, you know, it was what, a because. Surprise. Well, to me, it's like, okay, great. So normal moves and transition moves and even, you know, semi special moves for finishers can pin people. Yeah, let's make that a thing again. Let, let's make a, you know, a suplex, a pinning maneuver right. if you want to. I'm yeah. fine with that. I love the element of surprise in such things. So I was I was happy as a clam with that one. So we have a new U.S. champion. The era of the open challenges are over unless they want to continue that gimmick along with Alberto Del Rio. I would not no. be, I would not be, no. you know, hateful of that. They're not gonna. There's no way, right? He's a heel. They're not gonna give him an op- make him do open challenges. But is he going to be a heel? He's with Zeb Coulter. Yeah, Zeb Coulter is when it- he went away was a babyface. By the way, <laughs> he was the babyface manager of a babyface Jack Swagger. <laughs> okay, I-, I didn't see him that way here, but uh, both that'll them- be interesting. No, no, they, you're right. They definitely transitioned, and he was a babyface when he was kicked out. Now the question is. Do they keep that? Because you would think this pairing, I mean, Alberto Del Rio looks, or he works better as a heel. Zeb Coulter, for what he does, works better as a heel. I wonder if they're going to try and position them as baby faces here coming up. Or maybe he is going to be a heel facing someone like a Dean Ambrose or someone else, because it sure seemed like Dean Ambrose and Roman with the Wyatts is finally completely done. Well, well, they're positioning him with the C chant again, so maybe they're going to try and port that over since Daniel Bryan may not be coming back. I mean, I would not be surprised by that. Uh, you know, my only knock on this is I wish when Del Rio and even when the Dudleys came back, I wish they'd have some new moves, some, something new, some new twist to them yeah. as opposed to just playing the hits. Yeah. You know, a new kind of viciousness from Del Rio would have been nice here, I think. That's just me. So we have the new U.S. champion, uh, mm. the new U.S. champion done with AAA. We did have Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt in the first Hell in a Cell match. So they yeah. had them going up uh, after here instead of first on the show. Um, went over 20 minutes. Again, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I have also not been at all to the length of some others a Roman Reigns hater or looking ah. for only the negatives of Roman Reigns. I've been looking at the positives of Roman Reigns. This is the same reason why I see potential. The same reason they see potential in Roman is the same reason why I see potential in a guy like Baron Corbin, where he's not going to be this all-around star that can go to a PG- BWG show and wow everyone. But for what WWE looks for and what fans look for, Baron Corbin has ring, ring presence. Roman Reigns has ring presence. He loses it when he's out there to talk for 10 minutes. But if he's just there to run through a match that he's put together a half an hour before, he does a pretty good job. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of said what I wanted to say at, at the beginning when you asked what my favorite thing was. I loved Bray Wyatt here. I thought he was great in this match. I thought he yeah. did a fantastic job, even even from the first heat spot where he's sitting down and just whacking him with the kendo sticks. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. Lot, I mean. Table spots in this match to the point yeah. where at one point I would not have been, uh, you know, surprised if the crowd just started chanting "fuck the Dudleys." I mean, they went out, <laughs> they went out there. I was the, waiting for the table to be set on fire. That's what I was waiting. Yeah, for. And, and guess what didn't happen with the Dudley boys later on? No table, no table. Because you know what? All the tables were broken in this match. You can't yeah. do the table match here. If the Dudleys are going to do tables, 
which we, I mean, when we talked about it on the preview show, if the Dudleys lost this match, most likely they're gone. They're done. Do you still see that as the case for the Dudleys? I mean, they're coming well, let's up not next. Move on to the, let's not move on to the Dudleys just yet. Well, the Dudleys, let, as far as the Roman Reigns match, let me give my Roman Reigns props because when he, when, when he has a big match, he, he also, he puts his body on the line. He went through a table. I'm happy, you know, props to him. Let's not forget one of the best matches on WWE pay-per-view this year, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan from earlier this year. Roman Reigns has been in some of the best stuff on pay-per-view. I'm not going to overpraise him that way, but okay. It's not an overpraise. I'm just a borderline fact. He's been in some of the best stuff. I'm not saying the best stuff. I'm saying some of the best stuff. Roman Reigns has been included. No, I I agree with that. He he brings it when he has to bring it. I mean, I'm not going to. The WrestleMania match with Brock Lesnar you know, was going quite great. <laughs> I mean, people forget, you know, you remember the Seth Rollins stuff at the end there. Forget the Roman Reigns comeback on Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar is stumbling all around the ring and being held up by the ropes. I think you liked it more than most. Oh, I don't know about honest. that. I, I okay. love the ending of that Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar match even before Seth Rollins came in. I thought it was going spectacularly. I almost thought they were saving Roman Reigns by the finish of that Brock Lesnar match. Brock Lesnar okay. in that one night almost made Roman Reigns into a superstar, but then Seth Rollins came in and, you know, the the rest of the history. What is falling in your apartment there? That was, that was my pen. Sorry. I'm just... I have a pen here, it. too. And you know what? I have a secondary pen as backup in case I throw this one at the wall. I, I, do I make you that angry you, at times? If you say anything tonight that really just grinds <laughs> my gears, I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, you do that once a show. So, so now you can go on to New Day and Dudley's. Roman Reigns won. So the <laughs> situation with Bray Wyatt is over. Okay, you're sure about that? Uh, well, based on what happened at the end of the show, I'm guaranteeing. I am guaranteeing you that Roman well, Reigns Ro- is done with the Wyatts. No. Yes, done. No, I think he's on Team Taker. Well, we'll get to that because I don't <laughs> think there's going to be a Team Taker. Oh, really? Okay, great. I don't think there will be a Team Taker. So we'll get right. to that in a moment. That's tease for the uh, for the next, uh, next section here. Um, but... We have the Dudleys who lost. So we had talked about on the previous show that if the Dudleys lost, they're probably gone. Do we still believe that? No, I believe this program continues. So no, because it's a screw job finish. Yeah. Was it kind of, I mean, it was kind of a screw job finish. He hit him with a trombone. Yeah. Yeah. Although, although the fake hitting with a trombone spot, maybe my favorite spot of 2015. Yeah. Just that thing was so, oh, I lost it. When, when, when Kofi did that. It's funny because, lost. you know, most fans will harken back to, okay, this is just the Eddie Guerrero spot. But think about Eddie Guerrero really hasn't been doing this for 10 years. You know? <laughs> what? No, I mean, I mean, just the length of time that passed. Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero <laughs> passed away in 2007. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's trying to do it. I, 2000, no, 2005. 2005, I believe it was. November of 2005. What I mean is fans have not seen the Eddie Guerrero spot for 10 years. Okay. It's been off of TV. Yes. yes no. We know it, why it's... it's not on TV anymore, but at the same time, things move on. You haven't seen that spot for 10 years on TV, so they do it again here. Yeah, it's time. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that pass on and you can do it, but the whole setup for this match was we had the screw job finish at the last pay-per-view. We had the screw job finish at the MSG show. This was supposed to be the one for whatever reason when Stephanie McMahon and and Story made this match. Mm-hmm. Like, you've escaped, but you're not going to escape at Hell in a Cell. You're going to have the Dudley Boys again. What was stopping them? And as it turns out, nothing. Nothing was stopping the New Day from doing exactly what they did again here. 
no, we don't need this for another month or two months, as I fear it might be, until we get to TLC. We don't need this, but it's going to continue because I, November is sweeps. I think, I think you know, we're going to get a, a oh. large helping of the Dudleys and a large helping of the Undertaker. Because they've November. done so much for ratings lately. Vince views them as stars. I don't know. I don't know if he views the Dudleys as stars ah. anymore. And based on the positioning of the New Day, I think if you were putting the pendulum on which is the star in this tag team here, New Day or Dudley Boys, right now it's the New Day. Give me another tag team to elevate against them, then. Well, the primetime players again. Which the one? Lucha Dragons? Which Uso was the one that's been hurt? The Jay? left one. I don't. The left one. <laughs> the left era one in WWE Supercard is the one that's been hurt. The left era one. I think it's the one that's not married to Trinity. I'm gonna go Jimmy. Okay. So Jimmy Uso is the one. I don't know. The Uso that's injured is ready to come back. He's been working oh, at the he? Performance Center for the last month. He's ready to come back. I'll so take I can that see as the Uso is coming back. As long as they go through the Dudleys to do it, yeah. please put the Dudley because sports entertainment Dudleys for me do nothing yeah, they dude. really don't i mean they're they're so it feels like i'm watching a, a, a nostalgia act when i'm watching them and if i wanted that i'd go watch the vaude villains yeah the usos uh the uso that was hurt has been cleared i hate that i don't know but at the same time i don't mind that i don't know which one is the hurt one i think it's jimmy um but yeah uh, your I mean, racism is showing no it's just their twins <laughs> i'm kidding i don't know it they're either twins before yes. you couldn't, I couldn't tell which one Nikki or Bree, and now I mean you can you can tell. So, so, so now Jimmy needs Nikki's to get breast, needs to get breast implants. That's all we need, so we can tell who's who. <laughs> or significantly outshine the other in the ring, because oh, wow. that's how I tell Nikki apart. Do Come they look on, different Jimmy. physically? Are they different Come physically? On, Jimmy. No, they're not. They're not at all. No, Except but for the, the Usos are ready to come back. The Usos are okay. ready to come back, so I can see them, you know, kind of shifting in there, and the Dudley boys just might be completely... It might be one of those things where how are these guys out of the picture when they keep getting screwed for losses, but at the same time, how is Seth Rollins always moving on from opponent to opponent when his opponents suffer screw job losses? Almost yeah. every time, except for tonight, yeah. thankfully. Um, so we have the same tag team champions, no tag team champions here. Same thing can be said for the Divas Championship. We have the same Divas Champion after tonight. Charlotte defeats Nikki Bella. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a little sloppy at certain a parts. A little, but not but a little, but still, it was a lot better than your average Divas match on it, oh, the yeah. main roster. It was it was entertaining to watch. It was, and you uh, know what? The sloppiness to me. I mean, it wasn't as sloppy. I mean, it wasn't as sloppy as that double team spot on Kofi in the tag team match. Um. <laughs> You, you know what? The, my biggest crack on, on this match was was the commentary. Just uh, the commentary was awful all night, but the commentary on this match, especially overselling the greatness of this match at, at one point. OK, it was solid to me. I liked it. Charlotte hit some chops. Finally. Great. You know, that that spawn the top rope that'll probably blow out her knees in five years if she keeps doing it. Great. <laughs> Nikki Bella. Doing great on this too. I thought Nikki. Be- this is the best Nikki Bella match I've seen, maybe ever. Yeah, she I don't out, know. She went out there in the singles match, given some time with an opponent mm-hmm. who wanted to also prove that she belongs. And while she may not entirely belong, uh, Nikki Bella went out there and did what she was supposed to do. And Charlotte kind of busted herself open a bit. I mean, like I said, she was. Yes, it seemed bl- like she the- was really excited. Yes, I mean, it seemed like they, they really they were motivated. It seemed like they were motivated. I mean, you could. <laughs> you know, not not that it's not professional, but but Nikki finally figured out she wanted to avoid a wardrobe malfunction in a match. 
so so she wore something appropriate so she could take more risks. Good for her. Um, she but looks yeah, the, no. Nikki Bella looks the part. The woman who's in there dominating better. She looks the part, and she's trying. I'm on to the Nikki Bella train. The part. Yeah, Nikki I'm, on Bella. The Nikki, I'm on the Nikki Bella train. Now. The train. I think the she, trains go. Yeah, I um, think she can. You know, her and Sasha might be a great program. I think. I don't know if it's the best idea for those two women in particular, and especially Charlotte, to be taking power bombs on the ring apron. Oh my god, that 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 spot! You that that had to be one where they went to the whoever was agenting and going. You know what? We'd like to do that. The the thing was though, I mean, five seconds later, you you get rolled up into the figure four spot. And it means nothing other than unless you're going to play was rolled in and immediately was injured. Yeah, you're right. She yeah. was rolled in and immediately went to the figure four finish after taking that move. So, I mean, it was it was not the best timing, but on a show where there were some things that were rushed. So, I mean, you kind of get situations like that. But you're mm-hmm. right. I mean, we had the the apron bomb of all of all things. Kevin Owens delivers I the cringed. apron bomb. We shouldn't be having anyone else. Yeah. I cringed at that. It's a it's a move where you really have to be on your game 100% to take and feel confident about. So good for Charlotte to, that she was fine. But, yeah, but to do it and then to roll into the finish like that with where you know where you know you kind of semi sell it afterwards. I, I just I don't know about that. To me that should be a much more devastating move than than what they did to it. What do you think? Yeah, no, I I mean the turnbuckle, the I would keep wanting to say the buckle bomb, but really the apron bomb was something that yeah. could have been used as a finish. But overall, yeah. I like the match. I it won't you know hinder the match and hinder their participation in it because they were rushed on time there towards the end. But Nikki, I thought, okay. I thought Nikki was fantastic. I mean, yeah, yeah. In what right mind do you go from that power bomb on the apron to the figure four right at the end there? But mm. hey, you know, everyone worked their part. Page comes down. And celebrates with Becky and Charlotte, just like they're all friends. And, you know, there wasn't even dissension with Becky and Charlotte. Like, they weren't, like, looking at Paige. Like, why are you so excited? Yeah. Granted, I haven't watched SmackDown, so I don't know exactly what they've been doing on SmackDown with these folks. But every time on Raw, she'll come down and celebrate. But at the same time, Becky and Charlotte know what's up. Tonight, they were just all good friends. They're just forgiving Paige until, like the last pay-per-view, when Paige was all celebratory, and then the next night on Raw, all of a sudden is anti-Charlotte. I'm assuming we're going to get something like this tomorrow, and Paige and Charlotte might be something set up. Yeah, or Becky might be the turncoat here who beat up Natty. You never know. So am I going to get a situation where the feedback is, if Paige cuts a... Shoot style promo tomorrow on Raw, where you guys are all praising Paige, even though after the last month you've seen that it means nothing. We're at the same place we were last month. The exact same place. Rob, I agree with you. I don't think you're going to get that. I think you're going to get oh. one of the other three. Oh, I I 50%, maybe even 70% expect a Paige Pipe Rom promo tomorrow for no reason. Why? It's a good question, Jeff. No, I don't, but but why? I mean, I, I think they're going to rehab Paige here. I don't know. I, I, I can't. They, they need to blow this whole thing up, to be honest with you, but I don't think that's going to happen. So I, I don't know. I think they're leading towards something with Team PCB and Natty and maybe someone else versus the Team Bella. And you know what? Maybe they turn Sasha. Sasha and Sasha, it, it ends up being a five on five with those five versus team Bella and the other two in team bad. I mean, that's, that's what it feels like, but I don't know. 
But so far, I thought the worst match so far we've seen was Biggie and Kofi against the Dudley Boys. I've oh, liked definitely. I've liked everything definitely. else that we had so far tonight. Now, mm-hmm. the cool thing about this YouTube live streaming is in the live stream window, I can actually run an ad if I want to, like a two minute ad. Now I can do that if you need to take two minutes to go kill that dog that's barking. I'm sorry. No, it's there's just two dogs that are arguing and they never shut them up. I'll turn off my mic when you're talking. No, you're fine. You're fine. I mean, I just I'm just hearing these dogs. I'm not I'm sure Rich Crage. I mean, I can't just look and like throw like a T bone at it or something like that or shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> I wish someone would throw a T bone at me. I would love it. Um, but we have confirmation in the chat room that it is Jay Jay Uso is the one that is hurt. Just to finish. Okay. Just to finish. Thank that. you. This is the beauty about the live chat. People no, can agree. confirm things. I, agree. I was not being sarcastic about that. I'm I'm getting angry at that some some lady won't shut her dog up outside here because yeah. this, this yeah. is what keeps me up at night when I have to be up at two in the morning for work. Yeah, that's awful. That's awful, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we Go. have we have Nicholas and Craig is wrong. I've been a Page fan. I haven't been a fan of what they've done with Page's character so far in WWE, but I I like Page. The problem is Nicholas. I I like Page. Nicholas in the YouTube chat. No. Nicholas in the YouTube chat is saying Rob is doing what my therapist calls failing in advance with the page angle. <laughs> no, I'm not. This thing happened a month ago. It has Bob failed needs, and it has caused Bob no change. A, Bob needs a therapist. This is not okay. failing in advance. This is failing for the last two years with Paige, who has always had the same character. The same character where she's wishy washy. She makes friends, loses the friends by her own means, and then tries to get the friends back. She doesn't know what side she's on. She's crazy. She's not crazy, but she's wishy-washy. She's flaky, if you will. And a lot of the people's problems with the Divas division is that most women are are portrayed this way sometimes, where they are flaky women. They don't know what they want. They're not here to reach any goals. Nikki Bella was the champion. Her goal wasn't to defend the title. It was to reach a arbitrary number of days as the champion, but not necessarily defend that championship. The, the Divas Revolution started with the goal of unseating the Bellas, but instead of trying to unseat Nikki, they were wrestling in six-man tags all the time. So the whole division does not have a clear motive for anything. But right. Paige's character has always been wishy-washy. It was wishy-washy with AJ. It's wishy-washy now. You don't know what's going on. And if she were to all of a sudden turn on Charlotte and become serious, how is anyone supposed to actually believe in it? How is anyone supposed no. to believe what you see one week is going to happen the next week? No, she continue? becomes the big. Sh- she co- becomes the big show of the Divas Division. <laughs> she becomes Lex Luger and the Big Show. She just her turns don't matter. Now, see what I think they're going to do is they're going to tease Paige and they're going to have Becky turn, if anybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have Tyler in the chat is saying that his stream is buffering and. It is a, U- a live YouTube. Now, once the stream gets to YouTube, YouTube handles how you guys are watching it. So hopefully it should be clear. If you are buffering, just reload the page and hopefully it should be become better for you. Um, because so far, luckily, it appears in the 35 minutes we've been running, there has mm-hmm. not been a loss in our stream, at least. It at least has not died, which is always my biggest worry. Uh, so we so, have a strong stream is what you're saying. We have a very strong fluid stream <laughs> that is not breaking up. So um, we we should be okay. I believe what we're seeing. We're 13 and we're making pee jokes. Okay, good. Oh, is that what you were doing? Because I, I I'm trying to be really, I'm professional broadcaster guy. You certainly are not. Um, before we move on to the next match. 
Prediction for the World Series, Jeff? Mets, five. See, I have Mets in six. Okay. I think the pitching's just going to prove a little bit better there. Now, <laughs> an ad ran. We're going to talk about the Undertaker match, so I don't want to go into it too depth. But right here was your push. That Survivor Series is going to be the 25th anniversary of The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. So The Undertaker will be wrestling Survivor Series. Now, before we get into what he might be doing at Survivor Series based on the end result of tonight's main event, doesn't it seem a little strange that we're getting The Undertaker on three straight pay-per-views at a time where he's really not usually around? My question to you, Jeff, and my question for the chat, if anyone in the chat wants to chime in, or if you're listening on podcast later, hit us up at Shake Them Ropes and let us know your thoughts. Does it feel like The Undertaker is wrestling so often now, not because he's physically able, but because he wants to get all his last run in because WrestleMania might be it? No. I think he's wrestling so much because Vince asked him to. Uh, him being on, I think he's going to be on Raw all throughout November, or at least for a couple of weeks in November, because the two biggest months of television are November sweeps and February sweeps, or May sweeps, my fault. Uh, May sweeps in, in November. Um, November's a pivotal month for for ratings, and I think that uh, I think when they made the change to to blow to quote unquote blow off the feud in Hell in the Cell, as opposed to waiting until the next uh, WrestleMania, they're going to plan on building to the 25th anniversary of the Undertaker here, and that's why. Now you talk about sweeps. Now the problem mm-hmm. I have with the whole conversation about sweeps for WWE is they don't sell their own ads. USA sells the ads for WWE. So WWE is not really in the position of putting out the best rating possible during football. They try no, trying to not die, but they are not in spot responsible for the ad rates. USA is no, but they're responsible for getting ratings. I just, we never hear this. Rate, stuff in rate, May. Rate, ratings determine ad rates. So yeah, no, you don't usually. I think The Undertaker will wrestle at, at Survivor Series. I expect him to be on Raw tomorrow, but I expect that to be the only Raw he's on until the go-home. Really? Okay. Well, he was doing I, this big match with Brock Lesnar, and he wasn't on I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be on Raw tomorrow. I think they're going to tease the whole, the Wyatts have taken him somewhere, and then in the next few weeks, he escapes from the magical happy land that he's at. And, and then he comes back, and he destroys... Bray on a raw to a giant pop that nobody's expecting or not giant pop that nobody's expecting, but a, but to a pop because nobody expected him to be there for the week because they thought he was gone. And, uh, and then that happens maybe in the second week of November. Yeah. We could do a number of things. Now we also have the undertaker who stole or the Wyatts who stole the under. Well, let's wait until the main event here. Let's Um, wait until the main event. We have other matches to get to, including, who can also be a part of this Undertaker discussion later, the Demon Kane going up against Seth Rollins for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. This was was Kane's world title shot, all Mm -hmm. right? Based on the end result of this, Seth Rollins beating Kane clean, having a hard-fought win. I mean, Kane, who is always built up as this big, tough guy, this demon, this guy that shouldn't be beat so quickly. He's He's a tough one to beat for anyone. WWE built him up this way, and Seth Rollins was doing everything he can to finally cement a strong win against Kane. This was one of those strong wins for Seth Rollins that we've been begging for in his title run. He gets mm-hmm. the strong win here. I think the Kane program with Seth Rollins is done. From based yes. on this, they're not dragging this out anymore, even one week anymore. It's done here tonight. No, I think he moves on to the Undertaker program. Yeah, Kane. 
I believe Kane's going to do that too. But what do you and, think about and, this? And we we have Twitter feedback. We were getting Twitter feedback. I was seeing others post this on Twitter too. I mean, this was not necessarily a common or prevalent thought, but something that more than one person had stated that they hate that Seth Rollins had to look weak against Kane or that Kane had to be protected so much on this show where I don't feel like it was more protecting Kane versus making Seth look strong by really having to work and successfully defeat Kane, who has always been promoted, at least in this program, as a tough guy. Well, I think Seth Rollins' war against the elderly continues. <laughs> yeah, but Kane's not, mean, Kane's not old, right? He in, is old. In story, Kane's not old. He's this tough veteran in WWE. It's the same reason why you would never say Ric Flair was old when he was wrestling The Undertaker at WrestleMania 19 or 18. <laughs> you wouldn't say Ric Flair's old. He's a strong veteran. Yes. That Spanish announce table won't sell for him. Let's quit doing that spot unless we know the pins are out, kids. So, so my question is, is there anything wrong with Seth Rollins winning against Kane in this way where he, you know, Kane was surviving everything until the very end where Seth Rollins just was too much for, I mean, the story here is Seth Rollins was too much for Kane. That was yeah. the story here. He's too much no, for Kane. No, that's a fine story. And he should be too much for Kane. He should be too much for Sting. That's fine. As long as we're not going to continue giving him these old opponents. My fear was they're going to give him Undertaker at the Survivor Series. Well, that's the difference so I'm there. Happy yeah. about, I'm happy about that, but I still think Hunter's on the horizon. So, you know, Seth Rollins doing well against the AARP crowd. Matthew. I mean, that, that's what I want to see. I want to see Seth against a young up-and-comer and look strong against them to prove his dominance. That's well, we're, what I want. We're going to see that because next up on the docket for Seth Rollins is Triple H. Young <laughs> yeah. up-and-comer. Actually, I don't know if that's next for him. I, I could honestly see Dean Ambrose being next for him. I could see Roman Reigns being next for Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns has nothing else to do. Well, they may tease Sheamus again when, in his terrible new entrance. Oh. And that's Did you see too. that, by the way? Well... No, I didn't watch. I didn't watch Sheamus's entrance closely. Oh my gosh! No, they now have like a giant white flat, uh, uh, light come up on him, so he looks almost translucent. Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I guess. Um, yeah. Seth Rollins. I was going to make this super awesome point about the WWE title picture, and then you had to talk about Sheamus being white. And now I'm lost. I lost it. Okay. Uh, this is what's yeah. called bad radio by Jeff Hawkins. No, it's it's called you. You really have good points anyway. So let's move. I on. rarely, but I have some every once. You in a while. have them. So yeah, saying there's a chance. The WWE no, uh, title picture. Oh, my question yes. was, and it relates to Sheamus. It relates okay. to Sheamus. At at no point on the show ever did I thought Sheamus was cashing in. No, that's rare. That's rare. No, sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. Rare. I was not. I was not looking up to see it. And and after yeah. Matthew asks on Twitter at Six Gun Gorilla, when is the last time Cena and Nikki Bella both lost on the same pay-per-view i would go out on a limb and say that's probably never happened i'm gonna say tonight i mean outside of tonight yes well done Jeff. <laughs> yes catch billy hawk on tour it's down near you um i'll go with the easy answer just based tonight? on just based on how cena never loses and nikki really doesn't get singles matches on pay-per-views very often i wouldn't doubt if this has never happened did nikki wrestle on the pay-per-view where what elimination chamber she, yeah, but she was champ. If she did, she couldn't have lost, right? Because she was the champion. I right. I bet this has never yeah. happened. I bet it has never happened before. Um, That's fine. Let's not, let's not read too much into that the power play stuff right now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Chris Chris on Twitter says obviously the future for Kane is to come back on Monday as the director of operations Isaac Yankum. 
Uh, so <laughs> Unabomb. Yeah. Just run sure. through. Uh, I think I think it becomes where Kane goes on the long journey to find his brother, and they come back as the brothers of destruction. We have comments here, you know, kind of going in what's next for Rollins. A lot of, you know, Asuka is next for Rollins. Johnny Gargano. <laughs> crap game next for, next for Seth oh, yeah. Rollins. Uh, uh, Captain CrossFit would kick my ass. Someone wants a triple threat between uh, Seth Rollins and Tom Lawler and Celia Bloom. Um, so you got a couple of different things that are going on there. Del Rio is the U.S. champion. Could he be next for Seth Rollins? Probably not. But there's a lot no. of op- there are a lot of options. Like there was nothing where we know what's happening next for Seth Rollins. We don't know. They can go a number no. of different ways tomorrow. That's what Raw is for tomorrow is to set the table. And let's face it, he might be in some type of Survivor Series match at the end of the day too. We may not get a title match mm-hmm. at Survivor Series, so we'll we will see. Uh, we had Kevin Owens and Ryback for the Intercontinental Championship. Just went a couple of minutes, really. What was it? Five minutes? Six minutes? Five thirty-six, uh, I think. In the proverbial death spot on the pay-per-view, Kane or Kevin Owens and the Ryback. Kevin Owens retains his championship. Uh, this, something this ma- this match was terrible. It wasn't great. I thought, yeah, it wasn't great. It was just kind. Of, I mean, if it wasn't the Intercontinental Championship match, and if it was in the late '90s, where I think they were more susceptible to doing this. It's almost a match where they could have just cut it. Mm-hmm. Just said this match will take place tomorrow on Raw. We we couldn't do it, especially now in the network era where you can actually do something like that. Where you know if it's time constraint, instead of giving us a five minute match, maybe give it on Raw. I almost believe that they will rematch this match tomorrow night. Give it ten to fifteen minutes. I think they'll do it tomorrow on Raw. They're not on pay per view, are they? They're on pay per view on cable systems, not on Direct oh, Direct TV or Dish. Okay, I was just checking. I was going to say, well, why do they need to cut things for time constraints if it's their own damn network? Yeah, they're on pay-per-view still. If they're on on pay-per-view, they can't do that. It's the same reason why NXT has commercials in in the middle of matches. It's on other outlets that are outside of the WWE network. You're not going to get, you know, strictly WWE network stuff. But they could do this match tomorrow on Raw. It's one of those things where they could have said, I'm sorry we couldn't deliver this, but due to time constraints, we had to eliminate it. Instead of giving you a five-minute match and shorter time for the main event, you know, yeah, I would be okay. Because you know, neither we, of these guys look good in this short, you know, rush to it, unless it's just a, a beat each other up like a fight type thing. But that wasn't it. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that great. So we had a new candidate for worst match of the night. But overall, mm-hmm. first two hours, I was entertained by the show. It, it went pretty quickly, mm-hmm. almost too quickly. I was I was trying to get stuff ready for the show here tonight, and I'm like, man, I just wish <laughs> there was more time because. You know, I, I started working here towards the beginning of the pay-per-view for getting like the graphics and the live stream. And I had to make sure all the wires were connected and because I updated my Mac OS. So what that does is it changed all the settings in Skype, which is why you couldn't hear me when I started. Are you going to go kill the dog? I may. You look like you're this about is, to go kill the dog. That dog may die. Tonight. You can throw, uh, you can and throw all the, you animal lovers. Yeah. You don't understand. You just don't. I mean, the thing is, people with dogs like this, they're the type that let their kids run around and say they're, they'll run it out of their system, and they never do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop crying. Ah, no, no, he'll get over it. Ah, three hours later. Ah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yep. And Craig, who's in the dog. UK, is mentioning, you know, it, the, it's available on pay-per-view in the UK. It's on pay-per-view in India. You know, WWE Network just got clearance in India, which is a pretty big deal. The stock jumped up this week, but they're still on pay-per-view there. So, I mean, trying to undercut that TNA India money. Yeah. 
Trisha in our <laughs> chat says, I mean, she forgot all about the Kevin Owens Ryback match because if you blinked, you did. Mm. Yeah, you were going to forget all about it. Um, Trisha asks, you know, I, I update my Mac OS and I do these different things to prepare. What did Jeff do to prepare for tonight? Shake them ropes other than watching hell in a cell, which I believe is probably the only thing you did to prepare. Logged into Skype, gave thumbs up when I could hear you rolled and brought my clever and sexiness. Yeah. We're going to get to the main event here in just a moment. Now, did you end up watching WWE breaking ground today? Like I did. I, I watched it uh, this afternoon. So I watched Breaking Ground 2. We're going to talk about Breaking Ground on Tuesday, and it might tie into a little bit of our other NXT discussions. So Tuesday on a regular Shake Them Ropes, if you're someone who's viewing us for the first time or listening to this show for the first time, we do a regular episode of Shake Them Ropes every Tuesday, sometimes Wednesday, but very rarely. It's always every Tuesday. We're available on iTunes. You can go to iTunes and search for Shake Them Ropes or go to our show notes page on YouTube or VoicesOfWrestling.com, and we have the link in there for iTunes. We appreciate if you subscribe via iTunes to leave us a rating and review. Very quick to do so. Doesn't cost you anything to do so. Very nice of you also. But we have to get to this main event. Rob, I stretched to get ready for this show. Are you happy now? No, because I question what you stretched, and I don't want to know. The Uh, truth. The main event of the show. (laughs) Hell in a Cell. Brock Mm. Lesnar. Mm. The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And for often in the uh, in the chat room there, who's been dying to know who won the main event, who's been asking all show long, the winner of the main event, the fans. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Brock Lesnar defeats <laughs> the Undertaker. So in visual victories, Brock Lesnar is three and zero in this current run with the Undertaker, uh, tapping mm-hmm. out the Undertaker in the last match. No. Visual victories. No. Visual victories, Jeff. Everyone always talks about visual pinfalls and visual victories. He is two and zero officially, three and zero in your hearts, uh, as mm. he made Undertaker. Uh, he pinned him tonight. So the final stretch was interesting. Undertaker tries to kill Brock Lesnar, rips apart. Uh, you know, was it Brock who started with the ripping of the mats? It was Brock who started. Yeah, yeah, he found a tear in it. It's kind of shades of what. Actually, it's kind of shades of what. AJ Styles and Sting did it, and uh, or was it Bully Ray and someone at that? Sound, uh, sounds like Bully Ray, but I don't remember bound, anything. Bound for, TNA. Bound, bound for Glory a couple years ago when I went when it was in San Diego, they did kind of the same thing. Imagine you calling back something from TNA that really no one knows. I mean, Look, there, there's TNA. very there's very little stuff I can call back from TNA, but that's one of them. Yeah. So this was part. I question it because my buffering really took place here at the end when they start ripping. Oh, okay. So I wasn't really sure who started it, but. Brock Lesnar starts ripping the mats because he's trying to put away the Undertaker, right? So he mm-hmm. is ripping the mats off the ring. You have the exposed wooden boards under right. the padded mat right. in the wrestling ring. He starts ripping yes. this apart. You have the Undertaker deliver a choke slam to Brock Lesnar on the wooden uh, panels. You have him okay. then deliver a tombstone to Brock Lesnar on the wooden panels. And mm-hmm. Brock does not go down. And then Brock no. gives the Undertaker an F5 after calling back to the last match. After the low blow. Yes, it sounds like you know what happened in this match, despite your buffering. Well, it buffered, but I'm really the main thing I missed was who started it. Okay. And then it kind of, I can kind of tell what was happening based on what goes on. And then it, it kind of went dark after the match. So I had to go on my phone, which is where I saw the ending angle. I almost pulled an NXT takeover. I almost pulled the takeover as well. I'm Kevin glad Lowe. you said that. I thought yeah, it was I almost pulled that as well. Yeah, I almost said, well, that's it. Click. And then, dan, dan. It's like, okay, well, hmm. I, I, here we go. I thought it was over. So the low blow happens. 
little payback at The Undertaker. The crowd starts to little, they boo Brock Lesnar a little bit. They boo Brock Lesnar a little bit. The Undertaker falls to the F5 on the wood panels. Brock Lesnar gets the one, two, three. So Brock Lesnar gets the win, the strong win against The Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. So that program is over. Let me ask you something before we move on to what happened post-match. Did you like the callback to the ball shot by Brock? Yeah. Because okay. at, at this point, and especially if you're going to portray Brock as the heel, which they did for the last week, right? Um, Brock Lesnar was not going to take the chance to lose in a fluke to the Undertaker yeah. gang. Because Brock is Brock knows he's the bigger guy. He's the tougher guy. He's the stronger guy. And he should win. So in this match where it's legal, here's the difference. It's legal in this match. It wasn't yes. legal in the other one. So Brock is exactly. going to use the rules. No, okay. and I like that. I liked that too. I I, I was afraid they're going to do a blood loss type of thing so that, you know, someone didn't get officially quote unquote pinned or whatnot. It was a stoppage hey, due to real surprise there. Brock Lesnar bled in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> and the camera was catching him bleed, blading too. Hey, That's we what... all knew it was going to happen. Well, yeah. uh, Brock Lesnar gives no fucks. I mean, he's not getting fired. He's not an undertaker and undertaker also. So yeah. Yeah. So we had the Brock Lesnar strong win. And then, like the Undertaker coming out and stealing Viscera from the Royal Rumble, we have the Wyatt family. You get on me about, okay, wow. What? <laughs> Everyone remembers when Mabel came back suddenly in the Royal Rumble and was stolen by the Undertaker. Everyone remembers that. From oh, yeah. 1997? It's, it's burned in my brain. That's how much I, yeah. yeah, okay. But anyway, the Wyatts come out. They are the new you know, evil powers in WWE, they come out and they steal the Undertaker. Good. Remember, they stole Kane once. Yeah, that didn't last too long, did it? It didn't last too long. Kane just came back. Yeah. Beat up like Mark Henry wearing the mask. Yeah. But here's your callback to what they're going to do at Survivor Series, which I think is what they're going to do. Okay. The Wyatt family stole Kane once and Kane just returned. Mm -hmm. They steal the Undertaker. Undertaker will probably just come back. Right, hope not. I hope I hope they actually do something with it, as opposed to oh, he's back. I think this is your way of not having him appear on Raw. You might be right. He may not be on Raw tomorrow. He may not be back until the Go Home Show. I don't know. But right. here is your match for Survivor Series in the main event because you can do Survivor Series matches with other things like the tag teams or the Cesaro and Stardust factions, if you will, or someone else. You can do other Survivor Series. You can do a Divas Survivor Series, right? Oh, okay. The main event. Of this pay-per-view. And everyone's going to bitch about it. I just know they're going to bitch about it. The Undertaker and Kane. Versus. Two members of the Wyatt family. I, if I had to guess. I would guess Luke. And Bray. So you don't think this is going to be four on four. I don't believe because. Who would be the other two. You think Roman and Dean Ambrose is the other two. Yes. Or. Sting and Roman, but yes, I, I think, think it's going to be, I think Dean and Roman. I don't think Sting's coming back and little backstage segment. Dean Ambrose was on this pay-per-view. He didn't wrestle in a little backstage segment for about a minute. Mm -hmm. He was saying, congratulations, Roman on ending this with the Wyatts. He made it very clear. They were done with the Wyatts until the Wyatts attacked Dean tomorrow. Yeah, but they just got the undertaker. Why they need to attack Dean. It's over. I'm telling you it's over. Okay. I, I'll believe you until I see it. I will eat my hat. Don't say that because I want to watch that. We're going to YouTube that if that happens. I actually, have to, gonna... I actually have to save this hat 
because proof of hat. That's I know. What I, I, want. I have to save this hat because this is the hat I'm going to eat if CM Punk ever fights in UFC. Okay. Because that's not happening either. By the way, you Breaking may be eating. Two, you may be eating two hats. I may realize. be eating two hats, and Oops. that is not going to be the most appealing thing to eat. No, and I, well, unless you're watching, then that'll be appealing. No, no one. I'll no be. One, I'll be. No, who raise of hands here in the YouTube stream wants to watch me eat my hat? No one does. You guys like me so much. You don't want me to to lose. You guys are with me, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's with me, Jeff. Everyone's Rob, you with are, me. Rob, you're so much more entertaining when you're miserable. Team Team Rob is going strong here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Team Rob is going. You and that you and that dog. That's <laughs> that dog is going strong. But uh, Grammarian F4W says, "Rest in peace, Rob's hat." <laughs> so you really think they're not going to do a four on four? They're going to just take two of the nope. Wyatts and 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 put them or, against the Brothers of Destruction, or two on four, or four of the Wyatts. They could go four on two. They can go four on two, and it may not end up being the main event. I think Brock Lesnar's not working Survivor Series. No, and unless you do Seth Rollins and say Roman as a main event, what do you got? You got the Undertaker and Kane as a tag team. Well, because Kane fits in here because Kane is the good guy now. Okay. He's a good guy. Mm -hmm. He was stolen by the Wyatt family before, and he's Undertaker's brother. 25th anniversary of the Undertaker. That's what they're selling this on. They're selling it as it's a special event. Whether that works or not is not for me to say. I don't, well, it is for me to say. I don't think it'll work. Okay. Advertising this as the 25th anniversary of the Undertaker which is probably not even accurate because we know WWE and anniversaries. They don't really know what that word means. Okay. Uh, I think that's what they're going to try to sell this pay-per-view on the 25th anniversary of the undertaker. It's about the undertaker like rocks return at survivor series was about seeing the rock in the ring. And then it ended up being rock and Cena versus Miz and our truth. Like that's your main event. It's not about seeing the main event. It's about seeing undertaker and Kane team up for what could be the final time. It's my call. Okay. That's fair enough. I, you know what I would say about the Roman Dean thing. I, I thought of an alternative storyline, but it just makes no sense. I thought the authority may somehow get involved here to save the show because, Hey, we have this 25th anniversary plan. We need something. So they somehow find a way to, uh, we'll talk Roman into fighting with Kane and the undertaker. And we'll talk our champion into fighting with Kane again. Our stream must be broken or buffering or the sound is not working right because there's an, uh, a large number of people in the chat room who are saying that they want to see me eat my hat. So I don't think they really understood what I was saying about every, people should be on my side here. So. Nobody's ever going to be on your side, ever. Yeah. In uh, any argument, ever. A commenter saying that that Survivor Series match was the last time The Miz has ever been a pay-per-view main event, which, you know, Miz is just gone now. Miz, every once in a while, is hosting his TV show, but... Talk about we talk about Eva Marie being transitioned out of the ring at some point in the future, possibly. I don't think she is. I think she's going into the Bailey program. Look at the Miz. Miz is a global ambassador, but he hasn't really been in the ring lately, too. Now let's talk about that Eva Marie thing very briefly, okay? Some people say conflicting reports. Dave Meltzer was out there talking about how Eva Marie is getting groomed for a title shot. And then yeah. later on he said Eva Marie is being looked at for possible outside of the ring roles. And okay. so Eva Marie who very well could get a title shot at the next takeover. Those are not conflicting pieces of information, people. She very well could be groomed for a title shot, and then after the fact, they look for outside-of-the-ring roles for her. They are not conflicting pieces of information. Can we save this for Tuesday? 
Let's just get through the pay-per-view and get out of here. <laughs> we can very well save this for Tuesday. I just wanted to make that mention. What we are going to talk about on Tuesday also is the NXT conversation. Whatever the big things happen from Raw, we'll talk about whether mm-hmm. Undertaker showed up or not. You can catch the show, VoicesOfWrestling.com, or on iTunes and other platforms by searching Shake Them Ropes, or go to VoicesOfWrestling.com slash STR, or in the description here on this very YouTube video, I have all the links for how you can find us. Um, if it's all the same to you, I very well appreciate if you subscribe via iTunes because that helps us in the iTunes rankings on the little uh, categories there. So it helps others see us. So that would be very nice of you. Uh, Andrew Ross says, you know what, Rob, I'm on your side. I appreciate that. I appreciate those who are on my side. I, you're just, you're just going to read comments and support. You I now, find it you? unfortunate for you all that you are likely on the wrong side. Um, team Jeff. Team Hawkins. Grammarian says it is the 25th anniversary of the 1990 Survivor Series. Yes, in this case, they are right. It is the anniversary. What I was referencing, if you forget, is the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania at WrestleMania yeah. 25 when it was the when 25th it annual WrestleMania, right. not the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. But hey, short term memory. Mm-hmm. Short term memory. Uh, what else we got to talk about on Tuesday? We have Dean Malenko and Rey Mysterio. Great American Bash 1996. Yes, we're going to talk about that in match number 58 on our top 100, I believe it is. You can catch all of the top 100 and what show they were on at voicesofwrestling.com slash str slash top 100. Uh, Just go to voicesofwrestling.com, click on the links, follow us at Shake Them Ropes. Anything else you want to get to? If Before we leave, I want last thought, Jeff. You will have the last word tonight. If it is a four-on-four Survivor Series match and it cannot be Dean or Roman... Who would they put in there with The Undertaker and Kane? And I asked this for a reason. You want me to be serious or make a funny? No, I want you to seriously, who would they put in there? And I ask you this, and I'll tell you why I ask you this. Because really, there's not a lot of people on the top that you can put in there. No, you'd there's have, not. You'd have to find some mid-carder that might start a feud on Raw with the Wyatt family that they can just possibly try to give the rub to, like a Cesaro and a Neville or something with The Undertaker and Kane. Cannon fodder. That's not a bad call. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that goes to the point why I think they would not do a four-on-four. They don't want to devalue The Undertaker's appearance by putting him in a meaningless four-on-four Survivor Series match. And with Cena and Orton out, that limits things. Um, So if I can't put Roman and Dean, I can't put Cena and Orton. How about the Dudleys? Yeah, yeah. I guess you could do the Dudleys. They got to start something with the Wyatts tomorrow. Yeah. They very well could. You might be and right. they're 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 a brawling team. I'd much rather see the Dudleys as brawlers than doing that was up crap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're in the chat room or watching on YouTube, or watching on YouTube later, please like the video, share it with others, let people know about Shake Them Ropes here talking WWE and NXT for all the podcast listeners out there. Thank you for listening on the podcast version. We hope you like the show. Subscribe to us, and we'll see you next time on Shake Them Ropes. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.